Welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. And this is, epito- <laughs> this is episode 48. Now I just have to mention in fact that episode 48 is going to come out before episode 47 by a small quirk which is that uh, the episode where I interview Warren McIntyre I was preparing it earlier on to go out tomorrow and at that point I had kind of forgot that we were going to do the weekly chat with Pat so they're the wrong way round but I'm sure you can cope with that okay So that tells you that this is the weekly episode where I chat to Pat and I've just finished. And to be honest with you, it's full of great stuff. Films that we went to see, exhibitions that are on, all sorts of fancy facts about Glasgow West End and you really should enjoy this one because we enjoyed putting it together. Okay, I think I'll leave it at that, other than to say, as usual, if you're enjoying the podcast, tell somebody about it and get in touch via the Twitter at Glasgow's West, Glasgow's West End or via the old-fashioned email, pat at glasgowwestend.co.uk. Okay, let's get, let's get to the chat with Pat. Okay, Pat. Welcome okay, to another episode of John Pat's Glasgow West End chat. No bother. And as usual, we will start with an interesting fact. Good stuff. Okay, here's my interesting fact for this week. It's a longer one. Okay. But uh, the length is obviously related to the interest. The longer it is, the more interesting it is. I see. <laughs> okay. Right. Statue of William Thompson, Lord Kelvin, William Thompson, also called Lord Kelvin, was put up in 1913 and is located in Kelvin Grove Park. I'm sure you've seen it. It's the one when you're going down, uh, you know, Kelvin Way and it's on the right hand side. Was one of the statues actually? In the park, aye. Oh, it's in the park? Well, it's on the kind of right hand side. Right. It's not the one when you go in? It's like if you know you go down Kelvin Way, which used to be the sort of cobbled road that had the kind of overhanging lights. Mm-hmm. Yes, to the right. If you're oh, going yeah, there. oh, uh-huh. I'm like, the Baton Road. Like in the, I know where you are, uh-huh, because in the, um, they've got lovely gardens there. Um, yeah, that's right. lovely, it's particularly nice in the springtime. That's right. Just under the university. Yeah, that's, I know where you are. Yeah, so for 53 years, William Thompson was Professor of Natural Philosophy at Glasgow University, okay, mm-hmm. where he did research into marine instrumentation and thermal electricity. Uh, the Kelvin temperature scale comes from Lord Kelvin. So he's the fridge man? The bridge man? Fridge. Oh, the fridge man. <laughs> he's the fridge man. That's right. Uh, so the Kelvin scale identifies minus 273 Celsius as absolute zero, and that's named after him. Okay, a bit of information there. Uh, I've got here because I wrote this a wee while ago. I've been told by my friend David Donald 
who's passed away last year actually. He was my one of my tutors at Glasgow University, Glasgow Caledonian University. And then for a while he was your boss and my boss. He was, that's right. He's a, a fabulous person. Also a very good friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said to me that the first refrigerators were also called Kelvinators. Mm-hmm. Not refrigerators, they were called Kelvinators mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. Lord Kelvin. Uh, so that's basically it. Sorry. David so always said a lot of facts. He always said a lot of facts, aye. And some of those facts there were sent to me by the artist and writer Edward Chisnell. I don't know if you remember Edward Chisnell. I remember Eddie Chisnell, uh-huh, from way, way back, yeah, when we first had the, the website. Right, yeah, I think he sent me quite a few different facts. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, this week's West End fact. Good, that's good. So Pat, tell me, what have you been up to? Busy, busy, very busy. It's, it's been non-stop week, but... Sorry, can you give me half of those bits of paper you've got there? Because oh. you've got all of the, Sorry. All the agenda. Sorry, I was wondering what was here. There you go. No, so, well, I haven't been to the pictures for a long time. No, that's true. So we went at the weekend to see the wife. Yep. And it was a cracking film. It was so good. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. Glenn Close is fabulous. Yeah. What was the other so, guy's name? Um, her husband, yeah. Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price, yeah. And then Christian Slater was in yeah, it he too. Was in and then a very handsome young son, David. Um, He's Max Irons. Right, okay, very good. So, um, it was a very, very good film, particularly good, so I would absolutely recommend it. And went to the Glasgow Film Theatre, it's always lovely to go there too. Yes, and it was particularly interesting for us, of course, Pat. It was, Jim. Why was that? (laughs) Well, (laughs) the guy, um, the story is about a writer who wins the. Nobel Prize yeah, that's right. for literature. That's right. So, um, so the next bit of this story is not that one of us is, is winning the Nobel Prize. No, for but literature. next best thing, next best thing, next best thing, because um, oh, a number of years ago now, Jim won an international award for work in information technology for working web design, and we went over to Stockholm to pick up. The award it was called the Global Bannerman Challenge, and um, so I, I mean I had to pay my own fare and everything, but I went along to help you because it was like organisations that were winning it. Yeah, that's but right. you were you were the only person you were the director no, was, uh, of making connections. Yeah, but I was I was uh, partnering with Glasgow City Council at the time. Right. Yeah, so it was a kind of. So they put you forward. Yeah, they put me forward. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And but but I mean there were no other workers. No, that, no and we had a stall and all so that. We so we had a stall and you yeah, were to right. lecture and right. so I went kind of a t- to help you. Yeah. They sent somebody. Um, I can't remember a surname. Christine also got sent to help from yeah. Glasgow Glass City Council. Yeah. Anyway, it was in Stockholm. The prize was in um, the the whole event took place in the city city halls, and the King of Sweden was there to present the prizes. Mm-hmm. 
And we had the Nobel Prize menu. That's right. So we were in the same room as the present the Nobel Prize. We had the same menu. <laughs> uh, and it was a pretty uh, yeah. grand affair. So, so in the film, it was good because um, they were, it was, I mean, some of it was so, I mean, so reminiscent. Yeah, it was because it was based in the same place and there was lots of overhead sort of pictures of the city in that particular building, the city halls, and then it was set within the city halls yeah, and the king was there. Because Stockholm, <laughs> it's all like we islands. islands uh-huh. right. And I mean, it was just great. I, I, I loved that. It was a really, really good film, but that that was the added touch. It added a wee bit to it. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it to somebody else the other day about the film being good, and they said that they'd heard that some of that film was shot in Glasgow. As, as far as they were aware, that some of the inside scenes were in Glasgow. Well, that's amazing because Glasgow. I mean, I've just been reading now. Um, you know this new. Um, is it the, the cry? It's called a new um, drama series. Right. It's shot in Glasgow and it's made. It's a Scottish um, production, and there's another um, something else about to be. Remember the one with um, Brad, Brad Pitt, yeah, yeah. the zombie one. That's right. I watched a wee tiny bit of it because I wanted to see Glasgow, not the zombies. And um, so now there's something else being shot in Glasgow. Right, okay. I think, I mean, do you know what? You know, what, what, what was it was on the other day? Okay, oh, it was the, the, Great, the Great North Run. Oh, no, that, that's in England. What was it? The 5K or something. Yeah. Or, or Scottish Run. Yeah. And... Glasgow just always looks brilliant yeah. when you, you know, any of these sporting events. Yeah, when you see it from the air, mm-hmm. it's almost... But I think the, um, like that George Square and, you know, the buildings, the, the architecture, it, it lends itself to a lot of... Um, yeah. So Stonewells is a location, but I hadn't realised that that film... Well, I don't know, I mean, that was just, I was told that, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I never looked into it or anything, but... Anyway, apparently. it was a good film, and then I was back at the pictures again, because... Um, I'd got in touch with Mary Irvin, who um, writes on the website. Um, Mary's a, a writer, she blogs on the site about all sorts of things, but she comes from Hull, and I, because I update the um, what's on the cinema every week for the website, I had noticed this film that was set in Hull called A Northern Soul, and it was about um, the, when they had the city of culture there, right. and that one, it focused on one guy in particular, um, Somebody, his name is Steve Arnett, and he was there, he was at the event, as was the director, Sean McAllister. So it was a sort of um, bit of a discussion, Q&A, and the film. The film was really, really good. Mary came along, I let her know, and then um, the only other person I know in Glasgow from Hull is um, a friend, Ruskin, who's also a writer, and Ruskin had emailed me to say, could you promote this mm-hmm. film on the site? And I, I already had it up. So we saw Ruskin there, Mary and I went along, and it was so moving. It was all about the... It's, it's part of Anti-Poverty Week, and um, it was about how you could use um, art to... Um, inspire people and to you know young people so it was about this beat bus it was about this guy just had this dream he had the most rotten job he was totally skinny he was up to his eyes in debt with PD loans couldn't get out of the bed it it wasn't like poor me poor me sort of guy he was a great guy but it was such a moving film because 
it's all these wee children um, that got involved and the change in them. I mean, one wee boy, Harvey, it was a dreadful stutter and he was in all sorts of bother. He got bullied and he reacted and he was, uh, you know, he caused a lot mm. of trouble because he was just, um, you know, not in a good place. So he became part of this and the guy was so, this Steve was so... Um, dying for these children to achieve. They were doing rap and they were making up their own All raps. Right, okay. um, and so it was really encouraging. Yeah, that is very interesting. Uh, well, I, mean, I suppose music is involved in that because one of the things I've been looking at recently for a, another related thing is uh, how music affects, you know, your emotional well-being and your mood and all that kind Absolutely. of stuff and your happiness. Yeah. Uh, so there's quite a lot of science and research behind it. And quite a lot of hospitals have uh, music therapy for their, for, you know, children's hospitals have music therapy. And there's, again, research shows that the kids are are happier when, the, when they're mm. doing the music therapy. Well, this wee boy was amazing. Yeah. He, did you know his stutter completely disappeared? Oh, completely disappeared. It completely, I mean, at the end of it, he yeah. was chatting. Right. right? And then they were all doing the wee poses, you know, the wee cool sort right. of um, okay. poses and they were... I mean, I could have cried my eyes out right through it. Right. It was just so... It, it was called what, Pat? A Northern Soul. A Northern Soul, right, OK. Yeah. People should look out for that. Yeah, it was great. And the, the, he's he's now got um, funding. He's got, it might come to... He's trying to spread it to other cities. Right, so okay. we might have it in good, Glasgow. Good. No, I, I loved it. I, I enjoyed afterwards... Um, tweeting to them, tweeting to oh, him, right. and tweeting to the Thai director to say how much I loved it. Right, okay. <laughs> then they tweeted me back, so... Oh, that's always nice. We were all happy. <laughs> yeah. You and your filmmaking pals. Well, I just think it's it's a good way to say to people, look, we saw that tonight, Yeah, no, you're it. right, absolutely. You're absolutely right. You know, uh, it's, um, it's good. So the other thing I, I went to, um, I've spoken about often, is creative conversations. So I went along there on Monday and it was a woman called Jane Harris. She's won lots, she actually she studied at Glasgow University, um, she stays in England now. But she was so good because she writes um, various diverse type of um, novels and different um, historical times and different people so she was fabulous because um, she did all the voices like first of all she all spoke right. in an Irish accent and then the, that was from her first book um, the, ob- the Observations which won uh, awards and it was um, Richard and Judy's one of the most noticeable books of the last hundred years something like that so she's done well but um, so the, the next book I think it was called The Lesbian Die she was this quite um, prim English voice right. and then the last one which is our um, Sugar Money which is our current book that's just out it was very very interesting because it was about slavery and it was in set in Grenada Right, okay. And she was talking, and, and so the, the voice there was a young Creole boy with a French accent. I don't know how she did those accents. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, it was, it, it was remarkable. But 
I was particularly interested in that book, um, Sugar and Money, because it talks about the um, slavery being in connection to Glasgow as well. Right. And the Glasgow University, I think it's the first, you know, sort of university anyway to sort of now come out very much into the open to see what a, a, a major part slavery had in building up the wealth. In yeah, I do. I remember the story a couple of weeks ago where Glasgow University uh, were sort of admitting to the fact that they'd made a lot of money from from slavery themselves and that they were prepared to, what's the, whatever the word does, make sort of retribution, retri- retribution uh, and do things yeah. uh, mm-hmm. because of that. So yeah. I think that's a good example. It was quite remarkable. I was I was hoping to speak to to speak to Jane ha- um, Harris at the event. I kind of hung about for a wee while, but she was very caught up with one woman who was in front of me, so I couldn't... Um, because my leg was getting sore, I couldn't sort of stand about for too long. But um, because I was wanting to say to her about one of your musician friends who had um, brothers and sisters in Grenada. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like um, who were part of, they'd been, come through the plantation. So he That's was right. a white guy yeah. and his, his brothers and sisters are um, are black because right. they had been um, come through the that's true and that, and I remember when we found out at the time he was going there to meet all his brothers yeah, that's and right. there were a lot of them I think there were about eight of them yeah, that's right. and he was going to meet them and this was all this history yeah. so I was dying to tell him yeah. Yeah. well she might not have been how I got all carried away with things yeah. <laughs> but she might not have thought it was so absolutely <laughs> mind-blowing as me but um, no she was very very good so they've got a a fantastic programme, Monday lunchtime. People should really go along. It's free, you can take your lunch. And and where's that they go? It's uh, um, in the chapel, the University of Glasgow Chapel. Right, okay. Monday lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yep. It's good. So, what else is happening? Yeah, I've, um, well, that, that was my sort of big adventure. I also went last night to the WART, the launch of the uh, new um, number, it's not new, it's number three of the WART magazine mm-hmm. and that was in the old hairdressers down in um, Renfield Lane. So I had, I had gone along, I was downtown the day before and I went and looked because I was trying to figure out, I knew I'd been there before and there wasn't a lift. Yeah, well we'd been there when we, or maybe you weren't there, when I went to see C. Duncan there. Right. Were you there that night? No, I didn't no. go. No. Yeah, this is before his uh, meteoric, meteoric rise to fame and the being nominated for the Mercury Music Prize, etc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not very big. No, it's quite small. It wasn't really big enough. I mean, James Kilman was the headline act last night. And I need to blow my nose, Pat. Okay. Well, James Kelman was the headline act, so there's all, I mean, he's fabulous and um, well, his stories are terrific and 
very, very interesting. So uh, a lot of people didn't get in and people were saying it was very, very crushed. I was fine. I went along early because because I was worried about having to stand yeah. and being busy. So I went along really early and got a, got a seat. But it's quite interesting down that part of town because, you know, I walked through um, from Buchanan Street in, in the lanes and then I saw the Yes Bar. Oh, yeah. Which I've never... And then I walked on through and it's... Um, it was broken into recently. Vandalised, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But... Um, so that was a good night, and I knew loads of folk there, of course, all the, my, my writing buddies, some of the ten writers, people came along, Samina Chowdhury and um, Callum McLean, and um, then lots of people from Alan McMoneagle's mm-hmm. class. So it was, that was, I enjoyed that. Um, I just, while I was on, on the sort of... Um, talking about writing, I just wanted to say that this is National Poetry Day. Today? Today. Right. Uh So uh, I've got a page on the website with um, lots of poetry, but I thought I would choose a wee poem. Is that the one you put on Facebook ever on? Yeah. Yeah, I read it. I thought it was fantastic. I I shared it on my page. So it's Bash's poem? Yeah, yeah, it's a cracking poem. So I'm going to read it. It's dead short. Okay, go for it. So for National Poetry Day, the poem I chose was Basha Palka, from Basha Palka. I am beginning to doubt the existence of human beings, for they seem to me not altogether there, whereas for angels I can safely say that they are either there or not there. Every day angels walk by a road with wings folded up. Angels have no need of lips, for the kiss with their fingertips. That's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, that's a nice poem. So, so I thought I'd put that wee, wee um, poem up. There's lots and lots of poetry on the website if um, if anyone's interested in, in poetry. So the other nice thing I did this week was I met Rosemary, Rosemary Vendatotsi, and we went to Yuzibi. Mm-hmm. Your so favourite? My favourite. Um, well, one of my favourites, I really like Yuzibi. So we went um, we went there and had a, a lovely lunch, had a wee chat with Giovanna. Mm-hmm. They just won two prizes, I think I said that, yeah. last week. So they're very, very happy. So it's been it's been a pretty nice nice week. Popped into the Thistle Gallery. Um, their exhibition has just finished. So a new one will be starting, I think it'll start this week. Yeah, I've well, not passed this morning, they had some nice paintings in the, in the windows. Right. Or maybe yesterday morning, I think it was this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always lovely. So I've not got information through yet about the new right. exhibition, but I think it will probably be starting this week. And um, the other thing I did, I went into, um, I needed a, a new battery for my watch. So I went into Stevenson's, the Jewelers and Bowers Road. It's, it was really, really busy. Um, it's got the most fabulous selection of Sheila Fleet oh, jewellery. Yeah. It's from the... Um, Orkney? Yeah. Yeah, we've seen them when we're up there. It's gorgeous. Um, I mean, it's, the, the, the range is astonishing. Right. It's so, so wide. So if anyone's looking for a, 
a, a place to buy some jewellery or buy themselves a wee, a wee treat or a gift. It's a really, really um, absolutely smashing jewellers. Also very good, Robert, Robert Stevenson, who's the owner, very good at advising on anything or, you know, like repairs mm-hmm. and just um, very, very um, pleasant, mm-hmm. you know, to, um, pleasant shop to get into. So... I think that's about the Sky Skies uh, launch oh, yes. uh, on Saturday in Orinmore. Yeah, we're going to that. Yeah, it's the launch of the album Too Kind, is it? What is it? Be Kind. Be Kind. Be Kind. And I was actually working on his uh, podcast earlier on. I'll, be out, I'll probably put it out tomorrow night, mm-hmm. the day before the, the launch. Yeah, because I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's done. Um, it's done so well, and um, it's going, going. So it's on. This is the Glasgow Festival of Americana. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> a lot of good events on at the moment with that. Mm-hmm. So Warren will be on, and at Autumn Moor on Saturday, and support support from Woody Pines. Mm-hmm. I see on your list there you've got talks at Kelvin Grove, Hornell, yeah. EA, the Brownie of Bledlock. Cornell, I know, is a Glasgow boy, mm-hmm. and I'm rereading a lot of Glasgow boy stuff at the moment, so I'd actually be quite interested in that talk. I don't know what it is. Well, um, the reason I put it up is I I just came across them myself, right. and they have, a, I, I don't know if it's a new thing or not, I've certainly not noticed it before, so I've put a page up on it, and on the Kelvin Grove's own website, they have got a lot of talks on it, right, okay. and they don't, I was trying to see where they every once a week or whatever yeah. but it doesn't seem to be like that it's quite sort of random random some some weeks there seem to be two and right. um, but that was one of the ones i thought that um, you would probably be interested in ea hornell yeah the brownie or bledlock it's a very unusual wee picture for the glasgow boys actually i've seen it i've seen it often mm-hmm. uh because of course it's kind of scottish i don't know fantasy mm-hmm. I can't remember the phrase for that kind of dark Scottish storytelling, whatever it is. I mean, they're all uh, different topics. Devils. Uh-huh. They're all sort of wee um, imps and... Right, yeah. Sort of, um, so it's an unusual picture for him and for the Glasgow boys, and it'd be interesting to hear about it. The, I mean, the short, the, the short talks, they're only yeah. about a quarter of an hour. Yeah, okay. I'll, but I'll it's nice to there. get that information. Yeah, I'll have a look the website. All, I mean, it's a fabulous range of... It's not all about paintings, it's, no. it's about all sorts of aspects, yeah. so okay. people, anybody um, interested in art, they yeah. would definitely enjoy that. Well, I've got something to add to you, which is I went, I went into the uh, Ontarian Art Gallery yesterday. I didn't really thought of time, so I kind of just had a quick jump in, had a look, because they've now, as you said last week, they've now got the William Hunter exhibition up and running. It's called William Hunter and the, Ana- the Anatomy of the Modern Museum, mm-hmm. and it's they've done an absolutely amazing job. It's spectacular. I mean, the way they've done up the whole place uh, for the exhibition is is very very impressive. Uh, some of the exhibits, although I didn't have an awful lot of time, some of the exhibits, I suppose, if you're a wee bit queasy, mm-hmm. you might find slightly yeah. disturbing because it's medical stuff you know he <laughs> all that stuff when Ryan was me he used to love it like the big enormous finger and 
but well this is more I mean he was a uh, what do you call doctors who attend to births he, he was a pioneer in is it a gynecology I don't know if it's going. Maybe it is. No, that's not uh, obstetrician. No. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was a pioneer in that field. Okay. Uh, so it's quite a lot of uh, bits of people <laughs> in that area, uh, so, so, which uh, I never really examined at any rate. Because did you take photographs? I didn't take photographs. I don't. Even, I mean, uh, I don't get really take photographs. But there's also. Uh, a sort of uh, model of a man with no skin, where you can see everything. So if you if you like that kind of thing and you're you're not queasy, go and have a look at the exhibition. But as I say, the whole it's not just that because there's a whole big bit about his history, when he was born, what he did, and all that kind of stuff. And they've done that really well. It's on the wall, uh, and I've got all sorts of other stuff, lots of books and uh, related information. Actually, oh, in past on Monday. Excuse me, but of course it's, it doesn't open in no. the window. But as I say, the, the way they, they turn around these exhibitions and they get, they just redecorate the whole place, uh, and it's it's all very impressive. That's so good. I recommend people to go and visit it. That's William Hunter and the Anatomy of the Modern Museum in Hunterian Art Gallery. Good. Okay. So I just wanted to give a wee shout out for a couple of things. Mm -hmm. um, not um, not exactly eminent, but at the end of the month, the Africa in Motion Film Festival mm -hmm. is on in Glasgow. It's, uh, it's on Glasgow and Edinburgh, and um, from the twenty sixth of October. Mm -hmm. So it gives people an opportunity to see African film and film about Africa. It's a, a celebration of African cinema. So that's, um, it's, I mean, the programme, it, it looks really, really, you know, very interesting and, very, you know, very good. So, and then in December, the programme is out for SQUIF, which is the Scottish Queer Film Festival. Right, okay. And, um, you know, a lot of people kind of plan ahead a wee bit for that, the, the, the programmes are out just now. And where can you get that? Just do a Google it's on, my, it's on your it's website, website yeah. uh -huh. okay. yeah, it's, on, it's on my website on the what's new. Right, okay. Or the or the you know if the obviously if they did a search for African motion right. or Squiff they they'll get it. Right. And also there's loads they're very good at putting up information on Twitter and okay. Facebook. Okay, no So those are um, things that are on there's also quite a lot happening with um you know in the writing at the moment, the writing events, and it's a shame because CCA in Sucker Hall Street is still closed, yeah. which is a damn sin. Um, but the Project Cafe in Renfield Street, and they just ran from GFT. Alright. I showed it to you the other day. I can't remember. Remember, we went into Manders to the. Um, Oh yeah. The, oh yeah, I know where you are. That's the right. Yeah, place yeah, is right, right beside right, that. Yeah. And um so they've been very, very good. They have actually yeah. a lot of the um events, events have um they've been rescheduled good, to good. take place Excellent. there. And um so one of the things that's happening on the ninth of October is the the red red squir squirrel publications and that's that's in poetry, including um 
Brian Whittingham. Right. And I've asked Brian, I've seen Brian before. Brian's actually contributed to the site a couple of times right. with, with his poetry. And the other the other poem, poem, poets are Matthew MacDonald and Mary Johnson. So that's in um, the Project Cafe. Okay. But um, I've asked Brian if I can chat to him for what for a podcast. All right, okay. So because he's got quite an interesting background, he, right. he used to um, work in the Clydeside, right, you know, in shipbuilding, and okay. then he's a he's a poet. Right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll finish off with your favourite West End place or okay, thing. Okay, but I just want to. I got nothing. Right. Uh, so something else that would be really, really good is uh, uh, the in the poetry club at Eastfield Eastfield Place in Glasgow, and that's on the twenty fourth of October. It's called Outside the Narrative, and that's um, Tom Leonard. All right, he's yeah. fabulous. You've, he's, he's you've seen good. him; he's really, really good. He's very good. And Stephanie Young, and then um, Stephen Watt, who was um, also one of our ten writers. Uh-huh. He's got a, a book coming out. It's through a poetry book, and it's a sort of musical and poetic right. journey. And it's with um, last night from Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. So that's a wee bit later they, on, that's in November. Record label and very innovative and really good at what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's called Mixtape. Right, okay. So we okay. shout out for, okay. for, um, for Stephen. It reminds me of something else I maybe mentioned. I'll get, I did another uh, interview podcast, it uh, must have been last week. I don't know if anybody's watched the BBC iPlayer programme about the uh, rise of the dance culture, uh, dance music. There's a, there's a thing on iPlay at the moment which looks at the development of dance music, you know, all the way from America over to Manchester and Liverpool. I've not seen that. EDA, ED, was it American Electronic Dance? I And that's on there. Uh, so I interviewed David Forbes last week, who is a dance music producer mm-hmm. <laughs> and a DJ. Mm-hmm. So he's part of that world, that's what he does mm-hmm. for a living. So if anybody's interested in that kind of music uh, and wants to hear from somebody who's been doing it since the start and is, is uh, still still a producer in that area, then that podcast will be coming up in the next few weeks. So there you go. Good. And your favourite West End place? My favourite West End place this week is going to be Oren Moore, where we're going on All Saturday. Right. Okay. And... Um, but in particular, play Pie and Pint, which is a lunchtime theatre there. Yeah. Um, I just turned that off just now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the and play Pie and Pint. So they've got a fabulous autumn program mm-hmm. on. I mean, it's, it's quite sad because the person who started that up, of course, was David McLennan. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely wonderful. And I interviewed him a long time ago on the... And there's a feature up about him on the website. He's a fantastic guy. But he worked very closely with Dave Anderson. Who's, who Dave usually writes the pantomime and That's performs right. in each year. This kind of He's the guy from way back in 784. That's right. The two of them were very you know, sort of involved in... Yeah. 
um, really huge impact in Scot- Scottish theatre yeah. and um, and play Pie in the Pint is just fantastic and I've not been for a wee while because I you know I like to go along and write reviews and sort of arrange the to get tickets and so on and um, I kind of was finding it difficult there was a change of staff and I was finding it difficult but I've got it all organised again so I'm hoping to write a few reviews soon on Play Pie in the Pint and that will include oh for heaven's sake that will include um, Louise Welsh has got a play called King Keech alright okay I don't know what that's going to be about it's a bit bit, bit, (laughs) Oh my goodness, on what Louise is up to. But um, no, that, that, that's looking pretty good. So we shout out for, if people haven't been, Lunchtime Theatre, it's on every week, uh, there's a new um, play. Somebody's determined to go hold of me. So okay, anyway, we're well, finished anyway. We'll leave it at that. Thanks, Pat. Uh, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Okay. Catch you next time. Bye. And thus ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. We are so popular when it comes to folk phoning us. Okay, thanks for listening. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, please get in touch to say so. Leave a message on your uh, podcast app for us. We'd love to hear from you. And I'll catch you the next time. Bye for now.